welcome back to send them off yet another preseason preview and we're we're back in the midlands we've done we've done the villa west brom obviously down so uh <laughs> there's only one left uh the, the mighty wolves uh my name is sam and joining me as always is my ever-present podcasting partner alex here we are again we do I, i've run out of sort of uh I've got things to say now, but yeah. of course, we're not alone. You all know that. Sam, yeah. do your thing. Yeah, today we're joined by a Wolves fan and a man from Talking Wolves. So go give them a follow. We'll plug them at the end. Uh, Dave, how are you doing, mate? I'm very well, thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Looking forward to it. No problem. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming. Uh, so I, I kind of want to start with some transfer business. Uh, so Rui Patricio's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jose size in uh, upgrade or downgrade? Uh, not not sure, not sure. Um, Patricio was a hell of a signing, you know, at the time for a team that would just just come up from the the Premier League. That was our first transfer window. We'd signed, you know, Patricio, Matinho, and just like you know, a few years before we were in League One. Just imagine, like you playing FIFA or whatever. Your mate said, "Oh, they'll join Wolves in a few years." You, yeah. you know, you tell them to show up. Um, so yeah, at the time it was a phenomenal signing, and I personally think he's been good for Wolves over the last few years. He had a little bit of stick last season, but I think a lot of players did. To be fair, um, so when obviously the news came out, it it was you know when Mourinho went to Roma, there was about four or five Wolves players that were qu- very quickly rumored to join them, but that one just never went away really. And then when the likes of Fabrizio Romano don't shut up about it, you, you know it's you know it's going to happen. So. Yeah, that one was probably one of the most dragged out transfer rumours we've had uh, as Wolves fans for the last few years. Um, but it, it, it's difficult to say. You know, we've not, I've not really been able to see much of Jose Sarr, obviously, because he was never really first choice at Porto. He's been playing in Greece, albeit done all right in Greece. Um, but then, you know, the next thing you look at is the international stage. And Patricio has just been number one all the time for, for Portugal, really. And Jose Sarr's number three. And didn't even get in the Euro squad this year. So, when you look at it that way, a lot of Wolves fans probably think it's a downgrade. But it, it, it's hard to say at this stage. Star's got a few years on Patricio from the preseason friendlies. He's done okay, uh, but I suppose we're not going to know until the the Premier League kicks off. Yeah, I just got um, one question. Just one question quickly about um, Rui Patricio. Yeah, why number eleven? Does anyone know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it, it was because of Carl. Is it Carl Ikeni? Ikeni, yeah, yeah. Was so, it? Yeah, Kimi had uh, like leukemia and had to retire. Um, oh, and that was his number, was it? He, he was no, number. He well, he was one. number one. So oh, I see. They sort of said they would retire the number one jersey. Um, I don't know why eleven though. Obviously, he got a lot. I understand why people, you know, didn't get it. Um, but yeah, eleven's a bit baffled me. I didn't have a clue why he chose. Yeah. You know, he could have gone for any goal. You know, typical goal. So that's just been, that, that had been one of the things for like. Four years we didn't have a number one, uh, but now he he tweeted before when it was pretty clear Patricio was going. Akimi tweeted and he says, "I want the next goalkeeper to have the number one shirt." So that's mm. Jose Sars, the new number one now. Oh, there we are. Squash um, that. <laughs> yeah. The other the other one I want to uh, ask you about is, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of his name, but uh, Francisco Trincao. I think that's yeah. what he's saying. I think that was bang on. That's how I'd say. It, oh, yeah. There we are. <laughs> bang on. Bang on. Um, yeah, he's meant to be. He's meant to be promising. Um, obviously, he went to Barcelona from. I think it was Benfica last year, wasn't it, or the year before? Braga. Yeah, Braga. was it Braga? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, pretty big fee. And now, now he's at Wolves. So we'll uh, we'll see how that pans out. What What are your thoughts there? 
Yeah, I mean, that that was a big signing as well. Like you say, you know, uh, it was at Braga, very, very highly sort of rated mm. there. And then Barca, I don't want to say overspent on him because I think he's a good player and worth a bit of money, but they went through their normal, you know, we'll buy any half-decent wonder kid around Europe. And um, I think they've had to panic to sell him. So, you know, we've got him on loan with an option to buy at the end of the season. Hard to say in pre-season, he's been a little bit underwhelming. I still think he, you know, he's looked okay, but I'd probably expect a little bit more. Uh, but I suppose when you come into a new country and you know, new team, you know, it's going to take you a little bit to, to settle in. But that one came out of the blue. I am looking forward to seeing how he get gets on. Um, there was little whispers at the start of the window, but you don't really look, you know, when it's some publications in sport uh, in Spain and they're trying to, you know, flog every Barca player off. You don't take much notice of it, and there was no reports or rumours close to it and a Sunday morning Wolves just dropped it like that and everyone was like whoa so yeah big signing like I say looking forward to him a little bit underwhelming in pre-season but I think it's a bit, that's probably a bit too harsh for me but yeah, yeah. him you know we've got some good wide wide players Adama Troyore if he stays uh, Trincao Neto when he's back fit Pedence you know we've got, we've got some decent attacking wingers yeah and if we're talking attack then uh, Raul Jimenez back yeah. scored his first goal this weekend yeah um, I'd love to see him get back. To it's good to see him um, back, isn't it? It is. Good and you are, back. with all due respect, crying out for it because your top scorer oh, was Neves last year, wasn't he? With about five goals. Five goals, like that. yeah, yeah. Uh, that, which... That's embarrassing for like a relegation side, like yeah. a top goal scoring <laughs> five. Like that's why I remember when we were last in the Premier League and got relegated. We have like Kevin Doyle on seven goals, and yeah. I thought that was bad. Oh I'm my like, gosh, that's a yeah, name I haven't heard in ages. Wow, my claim to fame. Do you remember the match of the day magazine? Yeah. used to do back in the day. I sent in a question uh, <laughs> on how to improve my left foot and Kevin Doyle answered me. Um, Did he? Yeah, I, my name was in the magazines. That's my claim to fame. So, you well, know. he lied to you, whatever he said. <laughs> he did, yeah, <laughs> I, can't, I can't use my right foot, let alone my left. Horrific. Yeah, your attack, though, is um, it's promising. And to be fair, your defence is strong. But one name I picked out in the middle... Um, it's not Neves, it's not Moutinho, it's two Swansea fans. This man holds a very special place in our heart. Morgan Gibbs-White, um, he yeah. was he was like Lionel Messi when he played. Genuinely one of the best footballers I've seen at the Liberty Stadium in such yeah. a long time. It was such a shame that his loan was cut short because he was so silky on the ball. He was made us a better team, didn't he? Genuinely made did. Every team. time he picked the ball up, something would happen. I've got, I've got no doubt that we'd be in the Premier League this year if, if he had stayed yeah. the entire season. Yeah. It's 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 weird on Morgan because I've I've known of Morgan through like family friends and stuff for years. Um, oh, we got Morgan's um, mate. Oh, yeah, Do me a favor. Send him the Zoom link. Yeah, send him the Zoom. We'll get him back on the Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it, it was a weird one because he obviously was very highly rated by Wolves and sort of just I felt like he went off off road a little bit just with. Um, obviously he went to the under 17s World Cup, won that, and then I think he looked at the likes of Phil Foden and Jaden Sancho were in that team and thinking he probably should have been be where they were as well at the time. To be honest, I don't think Wolves systems and managers helped him because he was like in and out the team all the while, and then unfortunately, you know, got caught out during lockdown, you know, last year as well. He got a lot of stick for that. Um, so I think the move to Swansea came at a good time and a lot of Wolves fans were sort of glad to see the back of him, as mad as it sounds. And then obviously did well w- with you guys, uh, had that injury. I think it was a bit bad of Nuno to recall him, really, because he didn't use him as much as he should have done, really. Um, but this preseason has been phenomenal, honestly. Mm. Arguably our best player this preseason. He's quality. So he really is quality. Mate, he's just like got a... 
Because the thing with Morgan, I would always put him down as like a number ten, like a, a like an attacking. I'm midfielder. sorry, I love how you just call him Morgan. Yeah, I yeah. love, I absolutely <laughs> love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I would always say he's down as like a number ten. I don't mean. I think he's a little bit too lightweight to be like a holding midfielder. Um, and Wolves have, just, especially under Nuno, have just never played with that with that sort of style of play. Uh, but he's he's played almost like as an inside forward this preseason, and he just looks a yard quicker than he ever has. He just lo- looks so much more confident on the ball. Uh, to be fair, he missed a half decent chance yesterday, but just getting in the positions that he you know he's getting in now, it, it could be a massive season for him. Honestly, really yeah. good. I'd, I'd love um, to see that. Genuinely. I'd love to see it. Uh, you you mentioned the system under Nuno. Um, obviously, new coach this year, Bruno Large. Um, I think I pronounced that correctly. I thought it was Lager last week until I was <laughs> The first time we got announced, I did a video and I think I pronounced it about six different ways. Yeah. So <laughs> throughout <Honestly>. the video. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, apparently his system's a little a little different, a bit more attacking. Um, I, I don't know if you've seen in preseason. Any, any, any preliminary thoughts on that, if you like? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, when, when he was at Benfica, he played like an attacking 4-4-2. And like, you know, won the league. I think you know, he came to them halfway through the season, finished and beat and won the league. And all the Wolves, that's that's sort of all we've got to go off, really. Mm. All the Wolves fans rubbing their hands together. Oh, here we go, like attacking football. Because Nuno, like last season, it was really poor, really yeah. defensive football. And it's been weird. Like, it, it's definitely been a change. The first couple of games we played like a 4-4-2 or 4-2-3-1. But the last couple of games, he's tried like a three at the back again which it's still a different sort of style to how Nuno had a set up, but still as fans, when you've seen that for the last few years, and especially last season when it went a bit pear-shaped, you want to see something a bit different. So against Coventry yesterday, we played like a 3-4-3 almost. The wing-backs were really attacking, which was good. It was genuinely a three at the back, Um, but it still just wasn't enough going forward for me. I think we need more in the midfield, and I think that's what a 4-2-3-1 or a 4-4-2 can offer. Um, so yeah, at the moment I'm 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 not 100 percent sure. I think he needs to nail down his formation. But our last preseason friendlies on Saturday against um, who is it now? Celta Vigo, I think. So pretty decent opposition. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be the the best test to see uh, how he's going to line up and how he's going to approach. Hopefully the the start of the season. Yeah, for sure. Um, personally. I'd love to see a bit more attacking from Wolves. Um, I really enjoyed watching them the season they came up and the season they before that actually. Yeah. Um, and their second season, but the last two—is it one or two seasons? Is this your fourth or fifth? This, this one will fourth. be our fourth back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the yeah, last yeah. last season, ah, uh, it was dire with all due respect. It really. The season it, before Wolves, one yeah. of the best teams to watch. Really Is enjoyed it, watching them. The first the first season back was like we just taking that momentum from the championship yeah. season. Just mm. like yeah. even against the big teams, like, you know, normally if you say, right, you're going to sit 11 men behind the ball, you're going to think it's going to be a rubbish game to watch. But we did that. But every time we got the ball, we were just bombing forward and it was just like m- mad to watch. And season after, obviously, we're in the Europa League where we still play, like even I, I was worried about that season, but like we still finished seventh at the end of that season and we should have got your, we were fifth before lockdown. I think we were fifth and two points outside the top four. Yeah. And after the restart, yeah. we just went downhill. Um, and then at, since then, we just didn't recover. Like even last season, I, I don't know how we approached those games like we did. You know, we lost uh, two or three times by four goals last season, which is just unheard of. Yeah. Even if we for, were losing, for a defensive team, that yeah, is yeah, a... yeah, yeah. We lost four uh, 0 against West Ham, four 0 against Burnley, 
four yeah. nil against Liverpool. I yeah. didn't realize four nil. I don't think yeah. Burnley have ever scored four goals in one yeah. game. Chris no, Chris no. would hat trick as well. Nah, it's not... <laughs> <laughs> so... He was in my fantasy team that week. Yeah. I re- actually, no, yeah, I remember, <laughs> remember that. Sam did me that week. Yeah, so it was just it was just one of them, and uh, like you know, we we've always been pretty sound defensively. Defensively, even if we were losing games, it was only by the odd goal. But that, to have that many you know big defeats was a concern. So yeah. I'm hoping it's a bit of a change next season, a, a refresh and a, you know, hopefully something something different for the fans as well. I've yeah. got to ask one question about a, a member of the uh, the attacking selection because me and Sam we often discuss about Triore and Sam Sam's opinion is he's a good FIFA player. He's good to have yeah, on FIFA. I personally don't think if Adama Triore wasn't good on FIFA, not as many people would rate him. I think he's, he's um, I've seen him run in a straight line and he's strong. But other than that, apart from I, a few flashes, I'm not entirely sure what he does. I, I, I'm sort of inclined to it. I just wanted to know from a Wolves fan's point of view, where do you stand on Adama Traore? Because, you know, I, I obviously Sam said he's strong, he's quick, but like he doesn't get the numbers. He doesn't really get too many. Like how long did, did he go almost all season last year without getting an yeah. assist yeah, or a goal? Yeah, ages. In in the league, I think he maybe got yeah. one goal, one assist, something like that. In so the where but, where do you stand on him? It's hard. Well, you, you don't stand on him, but you, <laughs> you don't do. Uh, he bench press me, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now he's um, I like him, but I can understand why people don't rate him, and I can understand why there's a divide on him. Um, I I was on a Liverpool channel talking about him because they've been linked with him a little bit, and I think if he if Wolves valued him a little bit cheaper, I think teams would snap him up. Like Chelsea and Liverpool are interested in him, but Wolves still want like forty million plus for him, and half our fan base thinks that's the right price, and half of the fan base are thinking, yeah, snap snap anyone's arm off for that. Because I think the thing is with Adama, if you actually watch him play, he's like, on his day, which last season wasn't very often, on his day, he's genuinely unplayable. Yeah, like a couple but, of seasons ago, didn't he? He ripped Man City apart. Yeah, him and, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, him and Jimenez, when Jimenez was fit, they had like the best, um, you know, goal com- combinations yeah. between like, like a duo. I know Kane and Son absolutely smashed that this season or the season before. Um, but they had a really high amount of, you know, of, combinations together and obviously because Jimenez has been missing last season you know he struggled with that but it, I, I said to that that Liverpool fan I said it's how you as a club if you were to buy him how you can say to your fans right we spent 40 million on this player but then you look at his stats and he's only got two goal contributions of the whole Almost of as if how, how do you justify the money you- exactly exactly yeah. that yeah yeah so that's that's what I think if if he had another season where he got 10 goals and assists plus last season, Wolves could warrant getting 50, 60 million possibly for him. Um, but after last season, you can't sell that to any any fan base that you, we've just signed a player for this much with this with this goal contribution. So I, I'm a big fan of him, um, but he, he does need to up up that end product, really. It's improved since we signed him 100%. Uh, it's improved a lot, but um, still not good enough at the moment. He was all right yesterday. His, his first game, first couple of games back at the weekend, he was good, but just needs to add that in product to his game. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at your first five fixtures. And, uh, <laughs> it's not pretty. It's really not. Particularly the first three. Yeah. Not yeah. pretty at all. Tottenham, I feel like, depending on, I mean, it's a bit of a mess, isn't it, at the moment? At the time of recording, um, it's come out today that Harry Kane has not turned up. He didn't train. turn up for training, did he? No. Uh, so it's a bit of a mess. So if Kane is City bound, which it looks potentially like he is, 
Tottenham could be in a bit of a mess and that could potentially be a winning a winning fixture. Even Leicester at home, you know, Leicester are one of these teams that usually, I, I don't know, I feel like... They'll feel turn like, up against the big boys, won't they? Yeah, I feel like... And not to say Wolves aren't a big out. team, but yeah, they, they sort of switch like, off when it comes to teams, you know, in their calibre or yeah. below. I, I, I sort of feel Leicester could be caught out this year, particularly on opening day with a sort of mentality perhaps of like, Oh, you know, we're we're one of the top six now. I know they've bottled top four two seasons in a row, but um, I don't know. Maybe that 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 if you can win that one on opening day, then I mean, who knows? Who knows? And I, I, it's all to do with the new manager impetus yeah. and all that. You know, it, it, I think a lot of teams are going to feel that this season. I mean, Everton, you, um, who else? Palace have got new manager. Palace, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spurs have got new manager. You know, it, it could. We could see some teams at the top, towards the top of the table, who you just wouldn't expect to be towards the top of the table after about six weeks, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think what it's, you know, we've been talking about the fixture list a lot, and like you say, our first three fixtures: it's Leicester, Spurs, Man U, and I think, you know, it's going to be hard for the new manager because he's a name that's coming. He's not got a vast experience, so there's still a lot of people that need convincing. The fan base at the moment is pretty negative just because of how rubbish last season was and the business at the moment hasn't been that great um so he's got to at the very least put on decent performances in those first three games even if we don't win yeah because otherwise there's going to be you know early pressure on him straight away yeah well if if you you get spanked four nil in the first uh, exactly but like if you (laughs) after the united game i think there's a stretch from the end of august all the way to about november where it's like teams that you would probably predict to be bottom half yeah, so like genuinely, there's a stretch of games there where Wolves by November could, you know, you you wouldn't be surprised to see him knocking on the door for top four. Yeah, but you know th- that's on paper. Yeah, yeah. But th- like you say, the Leicester game we've had some pretty good games against them since we've got promoted. We always play them quite early in the season. I think three of our four seasons we've played them as our first away game. Um, Spurs, Nuno's first game, first away game is his back at Molyneux for the first time, obviously since he's left, which is mad, what, really. Interestingly, what what do you think the reception will be like? I think it'll be fairly positive. I've got a weird feeling people are going to chant his name and all, all sorts of rubbish. It's going to be... I've got a weird feeling they're going to, but it's... um Yeah, our first home game under the new manager is against Nuno, which is going to... It's, you know, you couldn't write it, really. It's yeah. strange, but I think it'll be positive. I don't think, you know, there was no real... Was a, there was a portion of the fan base that wanted him to go, but there was no real malice or anything towards him really. Um, and against United as well, we have pretty good games. You know, we've we've had we've never been spanked by United, so those first three games definitely can get something out of those. And I love that often. I was, go from we've never been spanked been, by United. We aren't being spanked by them. There's no reason to start now. <laughs> nah, mate, I, I'm always I'm I'm always overly positive. I am, <laughs> Makes a difference. You yeah. try being a Swansea fan. Like, yeah, okay. oh, that's get kicked oh, out of you from an early yeah. age. Out there. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm sort of asking everybody when they come on, um, who you think the star player will be this season? Man, Man to, to watch. watch. Oh, we said that same time, then. We did, didn't we? Insane. Man to watch. Like I said, I think Gibbs White's got a good. I'm gonna say Gibbs White instead of Morgan. Gibbs White is uh, <laughs> Morgan. Yeah, he's got a an outside shout to be one of the surprise packages this season, and then that. I said it last season about a player and it didn't pay off, but genuinely, England, uh, England's so strong now. But you know, twenty ones especially. Is he older than that? Now twenty one. You've got England twenty one, or possibly even senior squad call up. Possibly if he carries on like you know and has a good form. If not, Jimenez, because like you said, you know we missed him massively last season. Even before he got injured, he scored four goals in ten games, which you know 
throughout the rest of the season, that's like 50, you know, if you carried on in that form, 15 yeah. plus goals, which is, you know, very good form for a striker. So we need him back. We need him backfiring and hopefully Jimenez is the main man again. Yeah. Um, I've, I've earmarked, um, and you might really disagree with me as a Wolves fan, but I, I, I don't know. Just didn't think he turned up for the price tag last year. I feel he might be due a big season. Fabio Silva. I know he yeah. scored one or two in pre-season. Um, yeah. So maybe under under Bruno Lage, we might see we might see a different Fabio Silva. Fingers crossed. I know some of the I know Lage and a couple of his staff members uh, have had previous experience with Fabio Silva, so know him quite well. And if we play two up top, you know he's going to get much more opportunities to play with him and who's a more experienced striker. I like him a lot. I think. Again, he got a lot of stick last season, and um, but I think if you watch him and his work rate and off the ball movement is second to none, really. And, and know, a lot just, of time that kind of stuff goes unnoticed, uh, uh, really like, unnoticed. Yeah, yeah. What? But he's just got to. I think it was you, you look at our sort of expected goals or whatever last season, and we just weren't creating the chances. Our midfielder yeah. was not getting the ball up to the front men, playing so deep. But his work rate. Off the ball movement, even yesterday's goal against Coventry. You know, I know it's against the team lower division, but just moves away from the defender. He's got about 10 yards of space around him, it's easy tapping for him. So, if he's doing movement like that, he's going to grab double figures this season. So, fingers crossed, fingers crossed, yeah. it's going to be a big thing. The thing that struck me about Fabio Silva last year was I don't know, everybody sort of expected him to come in this 30 million sign or whatever he was, 35, and just blow away the Premier League at what 18, 19, is he? Yeah. Something like that. And he's only just I, turned 18, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't help that um, Jimenez was injured as well. He was fully just thrust into that, that, ex- that exactly. first-choice striker. They said, they said that basically he was signing Silva and they would never expect him to be first-choice last yeah. season. Like, he was going to get, like, five, ten minutes here and there just to get him used to the Premier League. And he's bulked out a lot now. He looks a lot bigger and stronger, which I think he needed. But like you said, like, but then you got United who spent the exact same amount on someone like Diallo. No one has said anything about him no. being the same. I, I know it's not he's not like an out and out striker, but you know they've spent the same amount of money on him, and no one's spoke about it really. So and there's loads of players around the world, same sort of fee. So I'm, I think I'm, I think the English media is they, they there's a there's a lot to be said about how they treat the young players as well. Yeah. You know, with with the it's fees a smaller and stuff. club as well. Like you know, yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's our record yeah, yeah. record chance. So if like Chelsea or City had spent that much, nothing nothing would be said. So, yeah, I'm hoping the next year or two we can uh, silence a lot of critics. Yeah, well, fingers crossed. Uh, just quickly before we go, because we are running out of time. Uh, you finished 13th last year. Are you willing to put your neck on the line? <laughs> Give us a number of where you think you're going to finish. Right, there's me being optimistic and then there's me being just stupid now. So uh, I'm going to be, <laughs> let's say, eighth place. That's eighth. an optimistic, I think that's optimistic. So I'll say eighth place. Eighth. Yeah. Well, Fingers crossed. I do yeah. quite like watching Wolves. I hope they get back to the. Oh, I um, do. I really do. Uh, yeah. So eighth. Fingers crossed. I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to get behind that one. Uh, Dave, thank you so much for joining My us. Pleasure. Thanks for coming, man. Pleasure to chat to you. Uh, would you like a couple of moments just to plug your page where where people can find you? Yeah. So it's at Talking Walls, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Yeah. Just type in Talking Walls and you'll find us. So yeah. Thanks, guys. Lovely stuff. Thank awesome. you for coming on. Yeah, no, thank you for pleasure. joining us. And uh, thank thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with, um, it's either Chelsea or Newcastle. I think it's Chelsea. <laughs> but um, y- you'll find out. Just, just come back here and find out. Uh, yeah, thank you for, thank you for listening. Uh, Dave, thank you again for joining. My pleasure. Cheers, guys.
Cheers, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow, mate. <laughs> You'll see me tomorrow. See me through the window. All our business. Yeah. Turn up. Take care. Thanks for listening.